And now, we're talking about the main event of WrestleMania. Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. Uh, and to help us with that, from SocialSuplex.com, Mr. Jeremy Donovan. Jeremy, what's going on, bro? Nothing much, man. I'm ready to talk about this so-called main event. <laughs> uh, we've, you know, after months and months of, of it, you know, just, just just being there and looking like so, it was so far away, like in the desert, we're finally rolling up on it. And the motto of One Nation Radio, um, one of them came from, from some of the intro. You know, if they putting out trash, we're going to rip them to bits. And this match might personify that. Um, James and Jeremy, which guy are we supposed to cheer for? in this Jeremy you can go ahead and take it first you know Rich that is a very good question which guy was supposed to care for on one hand you got Brock Lesnar if he wins we're probably not going to see the belt until SummerSlam <laughs> if, Gold, if we chair Goldberg and Goldberg wins again we're probably not going to see the belt until <laughs> So we're, oh, we're like in a, a lose-lose situation here. Um, I mean, I guess chair Brock Lesnar because he'll, he has the ability to put on a quality match with somebody. I mean, who is Goldberg going to wrestle for the title that's going to be an actual, you know, knockout championship match that we're looking for? You know, if Brock gets the belt, you know, they could run Brock versus Roman again. Um, you know, like when Brock versus Angle, if he's planning on wrestling again, you know, there's people that Brock can still have good title matches with and actually have a decent pay-per-view main event with. So I think going leaning towards Brock Lesnar is probably the way to go. Man. Uh, James, who are we supposed to cheer for, James? I mean, I believe the person to cheer for is, is, is Goldberg. Okay. Um... Okay, so this guy shows up after being away from wrestling for so long. He cuts his promo and is so appreciative. And he's saying he's doing this just because his, his son and his wife never saw him wrestle. And he wants to do it for the fans. And he wants to be a, a, a quote-unquote superhero for all the fans and all the little kids in the audience. It's for every little boy and girl. What, what a terrible human being, right? What a piece of shit. How dare this guy want to be a good person when everybody's out here setting buildings on fire, setting shacks on fire, right? When people are here dressing up in blackface. Yes. Like, what? You know? When, when, when that, are, that is true. Goldberg has when, not come out in blackface. You no, know, when people are coming out here calling each other manipulative backstabbers, they use their, their political clout and weight to, to push who is the woman's champion and stuff like that. What, ter- what a terrible person. This, what a terrible person he is. What a piece of shit. Now, as far as the Goldberg thing, if as far as the, when you mentioned, uh, Jeremy, the Lesnar thing, and I'm sorry I just went into debate mode, but like as far as going into the Lesnar thing saying like he could have good matches... You're right. He really could have good magic because he's that damn good. But you know what he decided to do the last like year and a half? <laughs> he decided Ma- to do Ma- not. He decided to do not a goddamn thing. Like we tell me, a guy that's out here. I thought y'all love all the scrap and the hard determination and grit to do the best job you can. Brock Lesnar's out here like, why would I? Why would I do anything? You see how I sweat? Why should I do anything more than just sweat out here and, and, and turn red? <laughs> oh man. Uh, in the words, of, in the words of Dean Ambrose, Brock is lazy. Yeah, 
Yeah, I thought, y'all, I thought y'all didn't like those lazy types who get away on their athletic gifts. <laughs> huh? No? Oh, it's because he's white that y'all don't care. Okay, I see how it is. Okay, I see how it is. I see. Alright, cool, fine. Go, go, Goldberg, go. Oh, man. So Goldberg fighting for us. I didn't say he necessarily fighting for us. I'm saying he's fighting for the people, for, for a, a group of people that, you know, that feel like they need a hero. Hmm. Um, well. Thing, you mentioned the thing with Goldberg. There's also one thing, right? And we're talking about this. Lesnar is playing the heel in this feud. Goldberg is playing the face in this feud. And given, you know, what we think might happen at SummerSlam, we um, we feel like either Roman Reigns or, Brock Le- or, or, or Braun Strowman will be the challenger for the for the U- Universal title. If that is indeed the case, and we also know that this feud, this, this finish looks like it's obvious that, Go- that Lesnar is going to win. Uh-huh. You know they love to, do, to, to, to throw you off the scent and just, you know, if Goldberg wins and then continues on and then loses the belt to heel Roman Reigns, I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Spear versus spear, you know, you do that whole thing or monster or, you know, monster thing and make Braun Strowman champion. I mean, he might not the way they, you know, they basically have pushed him off the cliff of that push he was getting. Oh, hitting. man. But, yeah, like, there's, to me, that'd be more interesting. Um, then have Brock come out there, and then Heyman come out here and cut, and, and cut another. Un, uh, basically, we'll like, get to that. A cut cutter version <laughs> of promo we've been for. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I now see my time. Yep. Um, now, uh, which guy are we supposed to cheer for? I, yeah, I know that was that was a lot of great points about Goldberg. I just don't know how I'm supposed to look at this because, like Jeremy said, if Goldberg wins, the belt disappears. This 50-year-old guy is still the champion. Time is held up in WWE. And if Gold or Brock That's, and if Brock wins, it's the same just thing. more of the same. Just like Jeremy said, um, I think the last time we saw Lesnar as champion, we saw the good and bad effects that it could have. Uh, to me, putting the like putting the world championship on ice essentially does does nothing to build the value for it for me. Nope. Um, and it does nothing for the guys that are out here wrestling and striving to be the best when there's nothing to signify that they're, they're, they're striving for. There's no there's nothing for them to strive for. Right. They just and, aimless. And those guys are going to be exempt from the wrath of Stephanie McMahon. Uh, while the rest of these guys are just going to have to be treated like geeks and bums and then we don't know... Uh, we wonder why none of those guys can ever ascend. Yeah, um, Roman's only got his exempt. Uh, I, yeah, so I'm kind of confused personally. Uh, if Brock wins, like I don't think everyone's going to be you know cheering for joy. Goldberg wins, everyone's going to be confused. Like what the hell is going on? And I think that I think if you were to say either one of them win, I mean. Which, I guess the question is, which outcome would be most likely to produce booze? Because I still feel like this could, they could go all WrestleMania 20 on them to, uh, in the main event of WrestleMania. I think it's Goldberg. No. If he wins? Well, you know what, Jay? Jay, I'm glad you mentioned that WrestleMania 20, the them crowd booing that match. Because I was talking to Rich about this the other day that, you know, I've been surprised at this whole thing. That the, the fans haven't really had any backlash so far towards this match and the way it's looking there I don't think there will be any backlash in this match well I would say there were boos after you won the belt 
because I think they were in the pay-per-views in Chicago, and they were, oh, the pay-per-view was in Chicago, and then they went to Milwaukee, or was the other way around? It was the other way around. Okay, so they met, the pay-per-view was in Milwaukee, and then they went to Chicago on Monday. Yeah. He got he got a smattering of booze, but they, they, they he brought him out there. He got a, he got a good deal of booze, like a mix of probably fifty fifty. And then they brought Heyman out, and then he got F five, and that sh- and that got all that booze stuff got shut down to where you you know you won't even notice it. Um, now, if he shows up on Monday, I think that I think the real the real uh, litmus test will be tomorrow on Raw. We're recording this on yeah. Sunday, everybody before yeah. Raw. Uh, so I think that'll be the real litmus test for them to realize, like, hmm, so they can actually read the tea leaves of what they can expect come WrestleMania Sunday. <laughs> right, and so I think they need a really strong segment on that go-home show to try to to appease the crowd as much as possible. Am I wrong for feeling like either Roman versus... Uh, Undertaker or Lesnar versus Goldberg should get a pull apart, like a, like a basically yeah. like a roster, yeah, one like, of a, them. like a locker right. room clearing pull apart. Yeah, one of them should because it's yeah, been his real Lesnar, Lesnar and Goldberg should get the pull apart. Let some guys interact, you know. Yeah, get get the rub as they say. Uh, we have a fifty year old world champion right now. Um, <laughs> go. <laughs> He's the oldest world champion since uh, Vince McMahon and nostalgia run Hulk Hogan. This nostalgia thing, how did this happen? What what do we blame this on? In general or in the specific, this specific Goldberg situation? In this Goldberg situation. Blame 2K Sports. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all blame the video games now? Yes. Yeah, the video game brings them in and they sell the games. Eventually, it's like, God damn it, pal. He's drawing the video game. Let's let's put him on. And then, you know, they, they went towards the whole fantasy warfare uh, for Survivor Series. And then it just turned into this. And him squashing Kevin Owens. Like, oh, bro, this is going way too far. Like, you know, and it's like, God damn. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say... I, I don't, I don't, I don't, if this is, if he's going to be able to beat Brock Lesnar, he has to be able to beat Kevin Owens in a match. Am I, like, kayfabe-wise, am I, am I wrong here? <sighs> it's unfortunate. He can be, he can beat like, he can beat the shoot fighter inside of 90 minutes, but he, inside of 90 seconds, but he, inside of two minutes, but he can't beat, like. You, you asked me to explain the that, unexplainable, James. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how he can beat Brock Lesnar and, and how that happened. I'm still shocked. And watching that. Uh, People I, like Goldberg, bro. Like, look, we are all here. We're recording this right yes. now. Jeremy is 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 um, is coming through the Skype. Me and you are in your in your uh, dwelling, your domicile. Yep. And we were all here at Survivor Series, and we were all super happy when Goldberg beat this man. Yes. So now, like, yes, it's different now, through, though. Through my, it's different uh, now. It's different now, huh? Yeah, it's, it's different yes. now. At the, at I mean. The time, you know, we thought it was one and done. One and done. Okay. Beat him, you know. It was good seeing Brock, you know, after just, you know, destroying everybody. Somebody, you know. Well, Somebody got to whoop his ass. Well, my question is this, right? Which match would you rather see? Goldberg versus Lesnar for the belt or Lesnar versus Shane McMahon? Because that, uh, that's the reason why they did this Lesnar. whole audible. Oh, man. 
yeah. In that situation, Lesnar Goldberg is definitely the better choice. Okay, yeah, then. Yeah. It's, it's still Lesnar and two evils. It's still because re- realistically, if they did Shane and Lesnar, that match should just be an F five over with. Is what it should be. <laughs> yes, Lesnar should not be selling for a Shane McMahon. Yes, look, man. If, if, it, sh- if, it should be like that sell Hercule gift I shared in the Wrestling Square Circle. This, this is what I'll say, kayfabe wise. If I can watch a Monday episode of Monday Night Raw where Roman Reigns is selling for Jinder from a fucking hall, <laughs> Raw is going to sell for Shane, Shane O'Mac, okay? He can sell for, for, for Mr. Young, I guess he's old money now. He can sell yeah. for, for, you know, that guy. So, so what Paul Hammond and Brock Lesnar, um, in their build-up, they've cut a couple promos on Raw. I don't particularly find either of them memorable. Are we tired of them as an act yet? I mean, it's it is what it is. I mean, it's the same, same old, same old. Nothing new. I mean, you know, Heyman cuts a great promo, but I mean, after a while, it's like it's just like on loop every every Brock Lesnar rivalry. Yeah, I I don't really. I mean, it's been the same thing since the night after WrestleMania 2012. It's been the same thing. There's been there's not been a situation where like Heyman has turned on or is gonna turn on Lesnar. Maybe that's still to come with you know what's up for stakes at SummerSlam or WrestleMania with um, Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Given how much we know how much Roman Reigns or uh, Heyman loves Roman Reigns, he thinks yeah. he's better than Austin in his prime and The Rock in his prime <laughs> and, and Hulk Hogan in his fucking prime. So but um, and, Bruno, and Bruno San Martino in his prime. Yes, and Andre. Yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe that's to come, but. This this dynamic has has been static for five years, and you know that doesn't really la- like we don't really have runs like that. You know, regardless of it's him popping in and popping out. Um, but it's been five years; it's been the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think they together they reached their zenith as an act uh, going into WrestleMania 31, where Paul Heyman did all the heavy lifting, and from there it's just like, man, what else do you do you expect me to do? Like, <laughs> think of it this way, right? Regardless of no matter, how, no matter how successful you are, how great your runs is, how like un, un you know how much of a job you do to keep yourself from being overexposed, like eventually people get tired of Hulkamania. Right, it happens. All right. Um, is Goldberg the the massive draw that everyone claims he is? And what about the law of diminishing returns with this? Well, I guess there's uh, there's several different aspects that we can look at. So we start with TV ratings. Is he a draw? I think there's some proof in the ratings. Every time he's on and advertised, for the most part, we've seen that the rate there has been some bump in the ratings mm-hmm. and in- increase in those segments. So in that way, yes, he's a draw for the TV ratings. And you know, people who liked Goldberg back in '98 hear his name that he's going to be on Raw, and they click on for however long. You know, when it comes to video games, obviously there was good video game sales with him being a download character. But the key metric I think we got to talk about are network subscriptions. Because, you know, there's no more pay-per-view for the most part. The network subscriptions is how it's the model that they're trying to make money off of. Is Goldberg bringing more subscriptions? And that's going to be hard to tell because they're pretty much they're giving it away for free. You know, you sign up. Now you get it for free, so you're going to see an increase maybe in people signing up for free. But 
how many of those people are going to be sticking around paying. So it's going to be really hard to analyze whether or not Goldberg, if this was a, a true success, if Goldberg really drawed as far as network subscriptions. And then you can look at live attendance. I mean, people were buying tickets, like myself, bought my tickets way before I even knew Goldberg was going to be on the card. Right. I don't, I don't think that he Goldberg, Brock Lesnar really announced that really that pushed the, you know, the lever on people buying tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just taking off of what he said, um, I would say that, yes, he's a draw. Is he a gigantic, significant draw? No. Um, is he significant enough to where you can justify him being, having his spot on the card? Yeah. Does that mean that he's a good wrestler? No. <laughs> um, but ultimately, and, and those things are all true what he said, like, he's not he's not doing house shows, so he's not, we don't have no idea if he, what he would draw, like, being in, you know, uh, being in... <laughs> And two below. <laughs> I was gonna say two below. <laughs> <laughs> or being in Rabonia or whatever, you know what I mean? Like that doesn't you know being at Homestead, Florida. Yeah, you like know. it you know, we have no idea. Um the descriptions as far as uh him being a draw, I mean like, you know, it's it's all confirmation bias. Like if you want something if you want to believe in something and sure, you'll be like, Yeah, like ever since uh, Goldberg's been around. Our subscriptions have gone up uh, um, compared to what you say. Have like never mind the part where like you know this is a time of year when like that always happens. Never mind that. Like this is WrestleMania season. Never mind that. He's a draw. So you can use that to justify however you want to if you're them. Um, so I would say he should be on the card in a prominent match. Should he be um, in the final match? Or I don't really know what to do with that. Like, uh-huh. I would say, yeah, sure, I guess. It's not a person I want to see in the main event. Um, neither one of those guys are people I want to see in the main event at this point. But this is where we're at now. And um, hopefully this draws those casual, those oh-so-elusive casual fans they've been looking for for, for years. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. And piggyback up what Jeremy said about, like, you know, the free drawing subscriptions um, and the them not, like, selling WrestleMania. I think, like, I think this is an argument for them to use part-timers in different times of the year. When they're looking for a boost, like, why not bring them out there in May? You know, why not bring them out there in, and I like what they did. You know, they brought them out at Survivor Series. Mm -hmm. Different stuff like that. I think that might be a more effective use of trying to get these part-timers. Say if we have four of them. You use one of those guys per quarter. Yeah. You do, you bring one guy out at the Royal Rumble. You bring one guy out at WrestleMania or two. And then uh, you throw one of them at, like, a battleground or something. Like, because essentially the network makes it so all the pay-per-views are the same. Yeah. You know, and I think that's, like, a, a big part of this. And just seeing, uh, you know, the the whole draw thing. It's been a long time since Goldberg was, was a big draw. It was 1998, and it was, like, a, this 15-month, 18-month period. And it was, like... You know, this feels like when Hogan won the title um, in, in 2002. It's like this nostalgia stuff does not last long, and when it it's short, it's short term money. It's really short term money, and then they're gonna come to a, a brick wall stop, and people are just gonna not buy this anymore. Is this a case where we're they're just they're taking advantage right? Are they stealing the money right before the door closes right now, Jeremy? Yeah. It- 
yeah, I feel that's exactly what they're doing. And like to your point, uh, if they really want to test if these part-timers are draws, bring them in in a less popular time of the season. Don't offer any free subscriptions, and let's see how many people subscribe to the network, pay nine ninety nine to watch whichever ex-part-timer in a main event. I think it'd be interesting. Also, another part of it is, like, I have no issue with bringing in a part-timer and going on a run with him, but, like, if that is the case, and that's what you do indeed plan on doing, then obviously the idea, I mean, and historically this has always been the case, if you bring in a nostalgia act or whatever, some old-timer that people, that has a name and a face and a value to the, your fans, and you give him a run, ultimately he's almost like the monster hill. Like you said, you bring that person around and you build that person and you bring, um, for ultimately somebody to capitalize off of be going over them eventually. It's, it's the same thing when, when Brock broke the streak. It's like, he's fucking Brock Lesnar. What does he need with the streak? He's a legit shoot wrestler guy. Like, this makes no sense. Like, yes. him beating, like, okay, Goldberg coming back and beating Lesnar, that's cool. Goldberg winning the title, that's cool. Lesnar getting his win back in the belt, no. It just leads to Roman Reigns. Like, <laughs> like, like, no, not even that. Like, if you're gonna build these dudes in, into these gigantic, like, for lack of a better word, these these un like these things that are unattainable, these un, like the, like they're like they're the mountaintop. Then eventually, like guys have to reach the mountaintop and push them off the summit. Right. Like. Stop having guys already to sum- like guys that are at the summit, and then like the only people that can beat them are guys that are already on the summit, already been established. Like you're not getting anybody over, and these are these are people that are not like not not at your house shows every every uh, Wednesday through Thursday that are that are basically supposed to draw these small towns for you, and then you wonder why like nobody ever gets over. It's like it needs to be a better. You need to do a better job of this, and I mean. This also comes along with the fact that they've been so bad at booking faces over the last three years, but they they, they got to figure this out. They need to like stop and like. I understand like it's really it's really easy for say, for them to us criticize them when you know we're just watching and they have to be in the shit in right. the foxhole trying to book this stuff around people getting injured and laying down all the time and trying to deal with people's availabilities because half these people are that are that, you know the quote unquote part time draws have other stuff going on, but. Like, it, it would be nice to see them be able to, like, you know, look at this from a, from a, you know, a hundred feet, a hundred feet away view of it instead of being in so far stuck in the woods or like a thousand feet up. It's supposed to be so far stuck in the woods with the trees. Um, so the, we know this match, you know, at WrestleMania 20, it was, it was nothing special as far as being in-ring performance. They did a squash match to essentially hide uh, what is to come, to, to leave the unknown. And I feel like that's a big part of the, the match. They're using the draw of the unknown. Um, <laughs> so, um, what is the in-ring expectation of this match? For me, honestly, I'm kind of expecting a squash Pretty much Survivor Series the opposite way. Goldberg goes for something and Brock just suplexes him at five over. Um, if I were expect if I expect Brock to win and if Brock wins, I expect them to play with our expectations. So I expect Lesnar, I expect Goldberg to come in, spear him, 
a number of whatever long, how many times, one or two or three, whatever. Jackhammer, Lesnar kicks out, and then he comes, and then he basically comes back and he he f fives him, puts him in a puts him in a or whatever else, and beats him. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm I'm right there with you, James. And does this does this match mean anything historically? Like this is just like is this an outlier exhibition in the main event of WrestleMania, or is this like we're gonna look back on this and be like, wow, in 2017, Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg was the main event, and it led to this, this, and this, or is it like, yeah, they just wanted some money? <laughs> well, I think if if the crowd accepts the main event and doesn't pull a WrestleMania 20. I think Vince will just be happy that he finally got the reactions he wanted for the match he put on at WrestleMania 20. And that's going to be good enough vindication for him. And he's happy. And he see, I told you, told you this is going to be a, you know, a match people wanted. They just weren't ready for it back then. Told you, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> it, only took, it only took 14 years, pal. Yeah. Um, I would say this will, this, there's only two ways that this match will matter historically. One, Will be if they if they actually have a good match, mm-hmm. um, and two will be if the crowd goes WrestleMania 32 on the main event again. Oh man, where they just reject it, they're not having it, they're not letting anything get over. Um, like they'll pop for if you know if, if there's something equivalent to the Stephanie McMahon spear spot with Roman Reigns, they might pop for a second and realize that they're not supposed to like this shit, so they go back to chair the booing immediately. Um, yeah, I think I think those are the two. Those are the only two ways you remember it for it being a complete dumpster fire or it being surprisingly, shockingly exceeding expectations. Yeah, um, I, I I think these guys um, they're they're going to use all the smoke and mirrors to try to make this match mean what they want it to. Unfortunately, I don't have an answer for that. Like, I think we're just gonna let have to let this play out in time and see what we what we get um, from these two guys. But uh, I don't know if you guys have anything else on that. But Jeremy, no, I mean, and then from now, I still got to watch Raw and see what happens next, and then see what happens next Sunday. I mean, we're just kind of sit and watch, you know, sit and watch game and see what's gonna happen. Um, you know, this it's either gonna, they're either going to surprise us or it's going to be exactly what we've been talking about. Uh, so much for that whole rumor that they wanted to come out with a main event that would top Omega and Okada. We ain't getting it. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> uh, but that's going to wrap up this segment. Uh, Jeremy, I want to thank you for coming on uh, and tell them where to find yourself at. Right, you can find me on Twitter at Jeremy L. Donovan and Instagram. Um, follow Social Suplex at Social Suplex. Check out socialsuplex.com. And that's about it. Definitely, man. Thanks for uh, joining us. No problem. Thanks for having me on. All right, man.